millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Would you be the jerk if you told your landlord about your roommate's smuggled-in husband? We'll get into that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for demanding respect from my daughter-in-law, and if she can't, then get the freak out? I'm a young mother-in-law, I'm only 39, had my kids pretty young and I'm very lucky that my husband makes a lot of money so I don't have to work. I was a stay-at-home mom for a long time and once they started to spread their wings instead of going to work, my husband and I decided I would be a homemaker and be active in the community. That's what I've been up to and I try to make the community a better place. Now my oldest son, 22, is married and I was really excited until I met her. In general, she's a very business-focused person that is very blunt. I actively dislike her, but I try to be polite for my son's sake. A few examples of why I don't like her. Her wedding gift I handed over, saying it was for me and my husband. She responded back with just, your husband, since I know it wasn't your money that paid for it. Saying I'm volunteering. Well, that's not a real job, it doesn't make money. It's passive-aggressive and yes, I've talked to my son about it and even once with her to try to clear the air. When I was plating everything, she came up and made the comment, No wonder I can make a home-cooked meal, I don't do anything else with my day. I lost it and told her that she needs to respect me or get the freak out of my house. She was shocked and then started to cry when I did kick her out. My son is ticked and had a huge argument and he called me a huge jerk. I need an outside opinion. I don't know if we're getting the full picture or not here, but just based off of what OP said, if it went down as OP said, I don't think OP's the jerk. It sounds to me like for some reason the daughter-in-law is overly hostile and judgmental and I don't blame you for not wanting to have that around and kicking them out. I mean, how much of that are you really supposed to tolerate? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, wanna hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, am I the jerk, 26-year-old female, for reporting my neighbors, 38-year-old female and 39-year-old male's son, 11-year-old male, to the police for trespassing? I, 26-year-old female, live in England. I own my home and understand I am fortunate, but I also worked hard for it. Any money I received or earned while working part-time till graduation went into my savings account. Most people on my street are social housing tenants. I'm still determining what that is, but they've explained that you're eligible for the scheme if you're on a low income. It's more secure than a private sector, as you mostly get assured tenancies even though there are different tenancy types. For a while, I got on well with my next door neighbors, Emily and Ben. They also have three kids, 13-year-old male, 9-year-old female, and 4-year-old female. But soon I started experiencing a lot of problems from next door. I work from home quite often and I could hear shouting next door constantly. Ben is 5'11", 145 kilograms, and quite loud and intimidating, and I could hear their kids screaming and crying. I had to ask them to lower their voices daily, and I even explained that I work from home. The next set of problems revolved around the 13-year-old son. I spotted their son climbing over a wall to get into my garden to get his football back, which at first I ignored it. Then after it happened 10 times, I finally decided to speak with his parents. 
and I can't remember what I said entirely. Still, it was something like, Hey, I just wanted to have a word, as I've seen your son, insert name here, trespass 11 times to get his ball from my garden. I would appreciate it if you could get him to stop as he's trespassing, and if he just came around to the front and knocked on my front door and asked for his ball back, I would happily collect it for him. The neighbors apologized and said they would make sure their son doesn't do it and knock. A few days later, their son did it again while I was in my lounge. I walked into my garden, which made him jump and spoke with him. I told him I'd seen him trespass to collect his ball on various occasions. I told him I'd talked with his parents and that trespassing is a crime and I would appreciate it if he could just come to the front and knock in the future. He didn't say anything and just went back into his garden. I informed his parents and they apologized, but it continued. I got fed up with it and decided to invest in CCTV finally. I wrote a letter to residents on my road to give them a week's notice that CCTV is being installed at my address, and it'll cover my entire garden and it'll also cover my doorway. I also wrote that I'm getting a ring doorbell camera, After installing CCTV, I thought it would stop the kids from trespassing. It continued. I saved the footage, filed a police report against the son for trespassing, and sent all my evidence to the police. I knew there was a strong chance that nothing was going to happen, but I just wanted the son to have some responsibility. When my neighbors found out, they were mad as freak with me, and since then our relationship soured. My siblings found out about this and think I'm a total jerk for this. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk at all, I mean this went on long enough. At some point enough is enough and you gotta do something to protect your property and your privacy. How many times can these parents go, oh okay we'll take care of it, and then not do anything at all before you're like, forget it I'm just calling the cops. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my wife to work more if she wants to help her sister financially? My wife, 38 year old female, and I, 37 year old male, have been married for 12 years and have three kids, 10, 8, and 5. We both work full-time and have the kids in daycare during the summer until school starts up again. We both make decent money, but with the cost of literally everything going up more and more often, our budget is getting tighter. We still live comfortably within our means, but we're saving much less and are being more conscious of our discretionary spending. Our youngest is starting kindergarten this fall, so that'll help because we aren't spending on daycare anymore, but our oldest kids are now in more sport and extracurricular activities, which pretty much offset any saving we would be doing on childcare. We aren't anywhere near struggling, but we are definitely more aware of how we spend our money now. My wife's younger sister Jen, 30-year-old female, is six months pregnant with her third child. Jen's not married, and this is her third different baby daddy. One of the first two fathers is involved, the other is a complete deadbeat who regularly skips child support payments. Jen recently called my wife and told her that her current baby's dad left her and she's freaking out and asking for help. Whether that be money, a place to stay, anything. My wife's parents are both passed away and they have no other siblings, just each other. So obviously my wife wants to do whatever we can to help. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. But we don't have the space to house them and don't have a lot of extra money to give them either. My wife wants to give Jen a few hundred dollars every month and to start watching her two older kids so Jen can keep working. Personally, I think that idea is short-sighted because Jen won't be able to work after the new baby comes. My idea was to dip into savings and pay for a lawyer for Jen to do a better job of getting the child support she's owed. I would rather bite a bigger bull at once than death by a thousand cuts over months and months. But my wife says that won't help put food on Jen's table every week. I laid out our budget and asked my wife where we can make cuts to support Jen because I just don't see it. I asked her what she would be willing to give up or have our kids go without to support Jen. She got mad at me and called me heartless for not wanting to help. It turned into a fight and I ended up telling her that if she wants to support her sister like this, then she's going to need to work more or get a second job because I'm not compromising our family budget long term. All our finances are shared, so it's not like either of us has our own money to use however we want. I also know that my wife and I are the only family Jen has, and I agree that we should help. But adding hundreds or possibly more to our monthly budget isn't going to work. Jen needs more help than we can provide, and she needs to find resources that can do that for her. But my wife thinks that I'm being an uncaring jerk about this. I don't think OP's the jerk here. I think they're just being pragmatic and realistic about the situation. It is amazing and wonderful that she wants to help support her sibling, but yeah, if it doesn't make sense financially, you can't just start taking experiences away from your kids or skipping meals sometimes to support Jen. It sounds to me like the wife has ideas of helping Jen while still expecting to retain everything else that's currently going on. And when you're living within a budget, it's not realistic to just have all of this expendable money to help out. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not inviting my sister to my baby shower? My husband and I have been trying to have a baby for several years. We had a really hard time conceiving, but after a few years of trying, we finally got pregnant. We told our family the news and told them the baby names we picked, Violet for a girl and Carson for a boy. We unfortunately lost the baby in the second trimester, then we experienced two more miscarriages, both in the first trimester, and went through a couple more rounds of failed IVF. It was a very difficult and traumatic time for us. We visited my family over the 2022 winter holidays, and my sister announced that she was pregnant. I was genuinely happy for her until she told us the names they'd chosen, Violet for a girl, Carson for a boy. I took her aside and told her that I was very happy for her pregnancy, but hurt and confused that she would choose our baby names, especially with everything we've been through, and she basically said, don't try to pull the miscarriage card on me, you can't call dibs on a name. I tried talking to her a couple more times about it, but each time she'd say things like, you might never have kids, you can't just keep those names in reserve forever, and was just so hurtful. I stopped bringing it up for the sake of keeping the peace, but after a few months, 
She told my parents she wasn't going to use either of those names, but wouldn't tell anybody what name they had chosen. Fast forward to a couple months ago, and she gave birth to her baby girl, Violetta Carson, and I'm just so hurt. I found out in the early spring that I'm pregnant, and I'm far enough along now that the doctors feel pretty good about everything, and we let our families know last month. My mom and her friends have planned a baby shower, but I told her I don't want my sister invited. My mom said I'm being a jerk for not inviting her over the baby name, but at this point it's not even about the name to me anymore. It's the malicious comments, the lack of compassion, and the overall pettiness. So tell me, good people of Reddit, am I the jerk for not inviting my sister to my baby shower? For further context, prior to this, my sister and I were on decent terms. She's always been competitive and attention-seeking, and growing up she'd find ways to one-up me or make my special occasions like my birthday party or high school graduation, all about her, but never to this extent. OP is a million percent not the jerk. Not only was this not like a coincidental, oh you just can't call dibs on a common name that we both like, thing, they intentionally went and named their kid both of the names you wanted to name your kid. For what reason? To hurt you? To feel like they got one up? This is a kid who has to live with that name for the rest of their life, not some carnival prize you beat somebody else to. OP's absolutely right that it's not about the name, it's about how disgusting and intentional the whole thing was. Our next story is, am I the jerk for yelling at my nephews until they cried and had to leave? My son recently died, I've not moved his stuff other than keeping it clean, I usually leave the door to his room closed. I pick up and babysit my two nephews for around an hour on weekdays since their mom, my sister-in-law, gets off work too late to pick them up. They are 11 and 13. Usually they're well behaved and do their own thing or even sometimes help me with chores. On Friday, I was cooking a very pungent soup so I aired the whole house out by opening all the windows and doors. I should have left my son's room closed in hindsight but I think I opened it out of habit. When their mom went to pick up her kids, I went to get them and saw them messing around with my son's guitar. The older one was messing with the string screws while the younger one was plucking at the strings. I admittedly freaked out a lot and I raised my voice at them, which I have never done. I said, what are you doing? Drop that right now. What are you even doing in his room? Get out. Never come in his room again. At that point, they started crying. I pulled the guitar away and their mother came in. She tried to mediate the situation and console them, but I told them all to get out of my house and they left. The guitar was thankfully okay and not scratched. Their mom called me later to talk and apologized on their behalf, but told me that she thinks that we should all have a sit down and apologize to each other. She told me that I really scared her boys and that although she thinks what I did was understandable, I overreacted in front of them. She told me that at the end of the day, they didn't really do anything harmful and that they deserve an apology from me too. I told her I do think that I overreacted, but that I wasn't sorry because they could have broke my son's guitar. She told me that it's extremely cruel to ever raise your voice at children, that I should be the bigger person. Was I the jerk for doing that? I don't think OP's the jerk, and I don't know if this says anything about me in a negative way. But if I were an OP situation, I wouldn't want to necessarily apologize. I mean, when you take the context of it's such a near and dear thing, you kind of understand OP getting worked up. And plus, they didn't really even say anything too bad. 
if what OP wrote is what they yelled, it's not like they were cursing, it's not like they were calling names. I don't know if OP ever expressly said, do not go in there. Honestly, the more I talk through it, the more I'm like, okay, maybe an apology is okay. But there was definitely a second there initially where I'm like, you want OP to apologize? It's just the thing is, the mom is like, it's extremely cruel to yell at kids for any reason. And it's like, are they not taking into context that you're still grieving your son? I mean, come on here. Our next story is, am I the jerk for taking my daughter to the hairdressers to have her hair cut against my wife's wishes? I, 45-year-old male, have a daughter Lily, 14-year-old female. Me and my wife Marie, 43-year-old female, have been separated for over 5 years now and have split custody over Lily. However, she prefers to stay with me. I'm not sure if it's cultural, but my wife and her family have always insisted on Lily to let her hair grow, as they believe the longer your hair is, the more feminine you are, and they always took pride in how long their own hair is. Lily followed as she didn't want to cause a scene. Lily's hair was going past her thighs. Lily was staying with me last weekend, and when I was about to go to bed, I saw her crying while brushing her hair. I've asked what's wrong, and it felt as if Lily was having a breakdown. She started to cry harder and told me how much she hates her hair and that it takes her hours each day to brush due to how thick they are and how hot and tired it makes her feel. I'm not even mentioning styling it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. She also told me how she wants to dye it, but Marie wouldn't let her do this as it would ruin her hair and is a bad taste. I hugged her and told her not to worry and I'll think of something. I've called my sister and explained the situation to her. She organized an appointment for the next day with her hairstylist to look at Lily's hair and do something with it. So the next day I took Lily to the hair salon where she had her hair cut. She chose a long bob, so her hair now was just about reaching her shoulders with the rest of the hair donated. She also had some highlights done, which made Lily super happy. When Lily got home, Marie called me immediately and said I'm a jerk and what have I done to our daughter? She and her whole family started berating me for it and making horrible comments about Lily, so she ended up coming back to me and is staying with me. Marie took to social media saying I'm a horrible father that have stripped my daughter out of her womanhood and femininity. Even my parents called me about it and said I shouldn't have taken Lily to the hairdresser without discussing it first with Marie. I mean, in my opinion, if your kid is 14 years old, they are old enough to make a conscious decision about their hair. Honestly, I think it's cruel if your kid is crying over maintaining their hair because it's down to their thighs and you try to mandate that they can't cut it. I think it's almost abusive. So personally, no, I don't think OP's the jerk at all. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my boyfriend that he and his son are overreacting? I, 36-year-old female, have been with my boyfriend David, 44-year-old male, for two years, and we recently decided to take the next step and have me move in with him and his son, Ben, 13-year-old male. I've only been moved in for about three weeks now, This is the first real friction I've had with either of them. 
The issue is that Ben has a very sweet, shy dog, Zorro, around 75-pound German Shepherd mix, and I have two cats, a youngish, friendly orange named Ump and my old lady calico, Daisy. Ump has decided he loves the dog and would like to be his BFF immediately, and unfortunately, it turns out poor Zorro is terrified of the cats. We did do slow introductions at first, but we took Zorro's avoidance of the initial cat rooms, doors, and gates as disinterest, so we thought it would be fine to let them mingle and then we saw what was really happening. Daisy seems pleased with Zorro's fear of her, to be honest. She doesn't go out of her way to bother him. She's 16 and uninterested, but she certainly liked how fast he would get out of her way. You can see it in her little sachet, but she ignores him otherwise. Sweet Ump tried to approach him twice with happy tail and head bumps, and Zorro booked it out of the room in terror. We scaled back the introductions again and set up a tall gate on the landing to keep them all separated on different floors for now. In my mind, there's no problems here. Zorro is afraid, yes, but neither Ump nor Daisy is being aggressive or antagonistic towards him. We just need to go more slowly and give him time to adjust to an entirely new type of creature and he'll be okay. In fact, I'm positive once he realizes Ump is soft, warm, and safe, he'll want to cuddle too. But everything will be fine soon. No one needs to be punished or corrected here. No one did anything wrong. It's just a matter of patience. Ben is upset that Zorro is upset and David is upset that Ben is upset. They've worked each other up into a tizzy about how this isn't working and finding a solution right now. Their solutions have included keeping Ump and Daisy locked in one room permanently so Zorro can't see them through the gate, training the cats to not go near or look at the dog via spraying or loud noises, and rehoming Ump. Obviously, none of these are acceptable to me, and I've refused all of them, saying I'd rather move back out than punish my cats for existing. I'm definitely not giving away my cat for being too friendly. David got really upset when I said I'd move out, and said it would be choosing my cats over him and his son, which would be the end of our relationship, which I don't want, but I'm not going to appease such an over-the-top reaction, and I'm disappointed in how he's handling this. Am I the jerk? Am I crazy? I feel like it's an extreme, ridiculous overreaction from David. I expect the black and white thinking from Ben to such a mild situation that I think will resolve itself very shortly, but everyone I talk to in my life is like, well, that's his kid's feelings, what do you expect? And I feel like I'm losing my mind here. Honestly, I'm of the opinion that hopefully the dog would come around as well. I feel like with enough of a nurturing and slow-going atmosphere, you could make a good try at least of trying to get the dog acclimated. I just wholeheartedly agree that if they jump immediately to give your cats away and accept that I'm going to keep my dog, and that being the absolute deal breaker, whether you accept that or not, I think OP's completely not the jerk for packing up and leaving and making sure that they keep their cats. I could not imagine giving up my pets not for a relationship, but specifically for somebody else's pet. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister-in-law to choose my niece as a bridesmaid instead of my daughter? My brother and soon-to-be sister-in-law are getting married soon, and since my sister-in-law and I are very good friends, she chose me as her maid of honor. My sister-in-law wants to have seven bridesmaids, and she chose six people that are close to her, but she couldn't find the seventh one, so she asked for my opinion on who it should be. She was considering my daughter, 17, and niece, 16, 
since my brother is close to both girls and loves them very much, so she wanted to include one of them. I suggested she should ask my niece for several reasons such as, my niece is younger and always wanted to be a bridesmaid and never had the chance, my daughter's not the girly type and wouldn't really enjoy it, while my niece is extremely girly and loves these things, my niece is extremely beautiful, the supermodel kind of beauty, and would look good in the photos. My daughter, however, called me a jerk when she found out, and now she's refusing to attend the wedding. I think the overarching thing that makes Opie the jerk here is the fact that she's trying to make this decision for her daughter. Just making pure assumption. I mean, it's one thing for you to say, well, I don't really think that's her type of thing, it just doesn't seem like it, but you should ask her. That's what OP should have done, and especially when it got all the way down to, my niece is extremely beautiful. Although OP isn't saying, you know, my kid is ugly, if word got back to her about specifically that reason also being mentioned, what message does that send to your kid? This next story is, would I be the jerk if I told my landlord about my roommate's husband? I, 18-year-old female, just started my freshman year of college last week. At my university, it's not mandatory that you live on campus the first year, and I didn't want to live in a dorm, so my parents helped me apartment hunt. They mostly just gave me tips or helped when asked because they wanted me to pick what I thought would be best for me, since I'm ultimately going to be the one paying for the rent. I chose a place very close to campus, 5-15 to minute walk, depending on which building you're heading to, and with great amenities in relation to my rent payment. It's not campus owned, but it is exclusively marketed to students and has a questionnaire on the application for the purpose of placing you with your roommates that asks about your major, Greek affiliation, clubs, etc. Anyway, I applied, got accepted, and got a letter two weeks prior to my move-in with my apartment number, bedroom number, and the name and phone number of my new roomies for a three-bed unit. We made a group chat and started to get to know each other. Layla, 19-year-old female, is a sophomore, and Mina, 23-year-old female, is a college super senior. I found out what they study, what they like, what they hate, what they're allergic to, their ground rules, etc. Everything seemed great. Then the day I move in, I learn Mina is married. Her husband Kurt, 25-year-old male, is nice, but he didn't leave. After a couple days, I come to learn that he lives in the apartment with Mina. Definitely not what I was expecting and not what I signed up for. The apartment complex does not do co-ed living unless you and another person apply together for a two-bed unit. I ended up asking Mina offhandedly where Kurt stays just to confirm, and she said he lives with her in her room. She asked me in a joking tone if I'd be hush-hush about it because the leasing office doesn't know and this is the cheapest option for them with all the amenities they want until they get a house together, which they're planning to purchase and finance in the spring when they're sure Mina is going to graduate. They're also apparently trying, or will start trying, for a baby because they're ready for a family. I'm upset and uncomfortable and I don't know what to do. I want to report Mina to the leasing office and get her removed, but I'm worried that even though they're the ones breaking the rules, that I might just be overreacting. I really don't like living with a grown man I don't know when I signed up to live with other girls, primarily in my age group. I was excited to move in with people that I wouldn't feel weird walking around in a sports bra and gym shorts and being able to go to the fridge in the middle of the night for a snack in my underwear and not having to lock the door every time I go in or leave my room. 
but I don't feel like I can do that with Kurt here. I've already caught him looking me up and down, and I really don't want it to go past that and there to be drama on top of all this. Would I be the jerk if I just report the situation to my landlord? I don't think OP's the jerk. They're paying, I'm assuming, a decent chunk of change to live in this situation. They were sold on having a certain living situation. There might be drama that unfolds a little bit here, but I don't think Obi's the jerk for trying to ensure that they're going to get what they're paying for. I mean, I would start off by trying to ask for a new room or a new place to live first. Hopefully the landlord would be accommodating or good enough to understand. Probably not best for you to stay with those roommates after the fact. I don't know if Layla has any loyalty or friendship with Mina, but if there is, could be messy there too. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister that she knew what she was getting into when she married her husband and can't be ticked at his kids and in-laws now? My sister Alicia, 40-year-old male, married her husband John, 48-year-old male, 11 years ago now. John was a widower with a son who's now 21 and a daughter who's now 19. John's late wife's family was still a strong presence in the lives of their grandchildren when Alicia met John and it was discussed and made clear that John's son and daughter with his wife were their grandchildren and any future children from John and Alicia would not be regarded as such and would not be entitled to anything from them, the former in-laws. John's children also shared their perspective that they would not consider any half-siblings the same as they considered their full siblings and they wouldn't try to share traditions from their maternal family with any half-siblings. I remember my parents and brother, 42-year-old male, raising concerns with Alicia about her decision to marry into the family with that information. She always held the view that things change, and also that families can never have too many people, especially if she's involved. Nobody can be liked by everyone, but Alicia's always held the belief that people should want her around. We all told her at the time that we hoped she was aware of what she was signing up for, and she dismissed us. Now Alicia has three children with John, and those kids are now 10, 9, and 7. True to their word, John's in-laws from his first marriage do not consider my nieces and nephew as grandkids, and they're not included in their family functions, and John's older children have next to no relationship with their half-siblings. I'm not entirely sure on all of the details on this, but my sister is not happy. Alicia's comments are that her kids are excluded and have never been welcomed by John's in-laws. That her stepkids have never changed their stance since that conversation and do not treat my nieces and nephew as siblings. That things she considers small, like being included in some kind of book, are denied to her children. It has hurt the children to see their older siblings enjoy this very close family dynamic and not be a part of it. Alicia is enraged by this. She ranted and raved about it, and there are things I couldn't keep up with. But everything she was warned about by our parents, brother, and me are now very big issues for her. This is where I might be the jerk. I brought up to Alicia that she knew what she was getting into when she married John, and that she had been warned by all of our family to reflect and see if it was what she wanted. I told her she doesn't get to be mad now when everyone laid their intentions out early. I said she can be disappointed things didn't change, but ultimately she made choices, and every choice is a consequence, be it a good or bad one. She accused me of holding her accountable for the crappy behavior of others, and said nobody would assume people could be so cold-hearted, or that kids could hold such strong views from such a young age. 
She said I was being cruelly unfair to her. Am I the jerk? Yeah, I really don't think OP's the jerk. She was very clearly living in her own imagination, in this world where, eh, even if people warn me up front, I'll figure it out and it'll work out later. Sometimes it's nice to be able to turn your brain off and just operate like everything will work out, but if you see a road sign that says warning cliff ahead, I'm just saying you probably should at least consider it before you keep on driving just assuming it's all gonna work out. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy am I the jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.